Show number 24 of Look at His Butt, LT and JK Talk Trek. Did you ever think that you would live in an era where you could sign up for something called the William Shatner DVD Club? Please tell me I live in such an era now. Please don't break my heart by telling me you're just spinning some sick fantasy to watch me cry. Well, welcome to show 24, (laughs) which begins with a discussion of the William Shatner DVD Club. We have, you know, we were just saying that we need to have a new segment of each show called Bill Shills. (laughs) Because it's like every fucking day there's something in the news about Bill Shilling for something, somewhere, somehow... And, you know, always getting in Boston Legal, 10 p.m. <laughs> ABC. ABC. Spader. Spader. Me. <laughs> TV. Watch it. You know, buy the t-shirt. Oh, Bill. So let me talk about this. Um, it's www.shatnerdvdclub.com. William Shatner has his own DVD club. And it's not what you think. It's not what you think. It's not movie starring William Shatner. Although, I have to say, it doesn't say that there won't be movies starring William Shatner. Well. Because that could happen, right? And the thing I read is they won't even send you the whole list of movies unless you join it. That's right. So, it says, Club Features. The William Shatner DVD Club provides you with a selection of rare and compelling sci-fi, fantasy, and horror films personally selected by William Shatner. Yeah, right. Like he personally writes his novels. Uh-huh. That you can own for less than the cost of a rental. Um, discover great movies. You'll receive gripping and enjoyable movies that most people haven't heard of before simply because they never received big marketing dollars or a broad studio release. Nanny. The iconic Captain Kirk has watched literally thousands of sci-fi, horror, and fantasy films and has selected his personal favorites for you, it say. So um, they, they have this other little thing here on the site. It's a little sidebar, and they have this goofy little icon, which I'm going to put on our site. I'm telling you all now that I'm stealing it, and it says, Shatner says... I have no control over her, people. So this is what the quote is. Shatner says, There is nothing quite as exhilarating as discovering a sci-fi, fantasy, or horror classic to be that has gone unnoticed by the general movie-watching population. I've personally chosen a select group of movies that were entertaining, original, and memorable to share with you. I hope that you enjoy them as much as I did. I bet. So, um, you can sign up for this thing. It's four bucks for a DVD a month. So that's, you know, $48 for the year. You get to keep all the movies and, uh, apparently you get other stuff too. Um, here's some of the movies. So I don't know any of these movies, but maybe people out there know something about them and can tell us if they're good or they suck or what. Okay. So one of them is called Ginger Snaps. (laughs) Mimi Rogers is in it. Oh, I like Mimi Rogers. Okay. Tell me about that. Caustic and refreshingly twisted, Ginger oh, well, Snaps on my list. is a frightening fable that puts a credible and modern spin. Oh, I know this movie. I haven't seen it, but somebody told me all about it and said it was great. It's really? about, it's, about um, uh, it's a movie about werewolves. Oh. Okay. It's in its English, and it's supposed to be really, really good. Okay. So okay. I know about that movie. Okay. The next one's called Immortal. And um, I don't. Oh, Charlotte Rampling is in it. Uh, based on the French graphic novel, Immortal was one of the first films to use an entirely digital backlot to create a stunning fantasy world where gods, mutants, mortals, and aliens converge. Okay. 
Okay. And then, see, those two actually sound kind of interesting. And then the last one's called Dragonstorm. And it was developed and commissioned as a Sci-Fi Channel original picture. And most of the original programming on the Sci-Fi Channel sucks ass. It's yeah. terrible. Um, it's set in the Dark Ages. Uh, John Rice davies is in it, but he's in everything. The other thing that makes me a little bit nervous is that it's directed by Stephen First. Stephen First was Flounder in Animal House. <laughs> he was on St. Elsewhere for a long time. Yes, yes. And he's done lots of oh, other things. Dear. Oh, and, dear. And, you know, like, I respect him for the acting that he does, but I don't know about his direction. Anyway, um, it all looks kind of interesting. And then there's featured actors. And, of course, they're picking the stars of some of these movies, like Miranda Otto and Dean Cain and uh, John Savage. Dean Cain? Yeah, Dean Cain. Superman? Superman, yeah. He hasn't been doing very much. He's in Lost right now, apparently. Oh, really? I, that's what it says here. I don't okay. know. Okay. But I'd watch Dean Kane. I heard that um, when he was in college, yeah. he was very nice about letting gay boys blow him. What a sweet guy. Isn't it? Because he was such a handsome, handsome man. Anyway, so the reason that I'm going on and on and on about the Shatner DVD Club, besides the ridiculousness of it, is that I'm going to join. Well... Because I want to know what it's like to be part of the Shatner DVD Club. Because well, I want to be that much closer to Bill. Okay. So I'm going to invest this money. And you know what? If I don't like these movies, I'm going to sell them on Amazon or eBay or something. Because <laughs> that's the way I am. So anyway, William Shatner DVD Club. If anybody out there wants to join me in joining up with the Shatner DVD Club, you know, we can compare notes on the films. And you can be sure that I'll be reviewing these movies on this very show. <laughs> I'm sure she will. I'll watch that Mimi Rogers one. I would definitely yeah, watch that. That, sounds, like her a lot. that sounds very interesting. Okay, so the William Shatner DVD Club. Bill Schill's Part 2. Um, <laughs> this could go on for hours. It could. So in Canada, um, Daimler Chrysler is going to have this thing called the You Could Be a Millionaire promotion, and uh, somebody who buys one of their vehicles is guaranteed to win $1 million from Daimler Chrysler Canada this year, and um, the legend, it actually says this right here, legendary Emmy award-winning Canadian actor William Shatner to star in humorous television advertising campaign. Wow. So let's see, what does it say about this? Uh, we One of the... the Spokesguys says, uh, we are thrilled that one of Canada's most recognizable show business legends, William Shatner, was available. Bill was truly excited about making one of our customers' financial dreams come true with a $1 million payout. The ads absolutely reflect his personal touch and wit. So they're coming out. Oh, they're out in Canada already. They're three 30-second television spots. Uh, maybe we can find them on the web somewhere. Yeah. Uh, William Shatner is featured in each of the ads as a modest millionaire who says, you know, I'm a simple man just like you. <laughs> yeah, you know? right. So when I heard that Chrysler was going to make someone in Canada a millionaire just by buying or leasing one of these great cars, I got excited. Like I said, I'm a simple man, and we all know money can't buy you happiness. So uh, we're going to have to look for some of those ads, but we're glad to see that, you know, Bill's keeping busy doing Boston Legal, hobnobbing with his friends, doing ads for anybody, basically, who walks up to his door and knocks. And? And? Bill Shills for charity. (laughs) Why don't you talk about that one? (laughs) Because I get all the really fun stuff. Um I can't find the website anymore because it went away. So um, I'll talk about it while I'm looking it up. William Shatner, as many of you may have heard, may have heard, wants to auction off his kidney stone 
for charity. He wants to auction it on eBay. Now, I don't know if he's being successful because eBay has a policy against auctioning off human body parts. Yeah. And apparently, even if you've gotten rid of them and don't need them anymore, <laughs> you still are not supposed to be able to auction them. Um, but jumping on the bandwagon, as people will do, there are th- at least three of these now on eBay, which is William Shatner's kidney stone. It's a replica. And you've got to go to, to eBay and, and look at this and look at the pictures because they will make you sick. But it's a big <laughs> close-up of a kidney stone, which is pretty ugly, with a Starfleet emblem on it. It's cast in 100% hydrocal gypsum and painted reddish-brown for maximum realism. And the words maximum realism are in giant capital letters. But here's the great thing. It comes with a certificate <laughs> of authenticity. So, you know, Bill, when you chill yours, you're going to have, you know, you can't just put that kidney stone out there now because there's already ones out there with Starfleet badges on them and certificate of authenticity. You probably have to have it reinserted and come over to the winner's house and repass it for them so they know. So they know it's real. So they know it's really, really from you. Really for you. But somebody pointed out, maybe it was you, maybe it was somebody I was talking to, said, oh, like the lab technician hasn't already got it at home on his (laughs) mantelpiece. Bill selling his kidney stone for charity. Yeah, and I would like to say, well, it's for charity, you know, but... Ew. Ew. That was pretty much our reaction. I mean, what's next? Toenail clippings? Ew. <laughs> Ew. Ew. It's so gross. Toe jam? So, you know, as much as belly we, button as much as we love Celebrity our Celebrity belly button lint. That, we need to start a website. Oh, you know, people sell all kinds of weird celebrity shit on eBay. I mean, they sell mm-hmm. tissues that people have sneezed into and <laughs> glasses that they've drunk out of and just all kinds Not of... Not dignified things like Leonard Niboy's trousers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or old Star Trek uniforms that you can buy and take home and sniff, you know? Yeah. Not like that. Yeah. And like real stuff. Anyway, um... <laughs> We will not be bidding on the kidney stone if it goes on eBay. Just so y'all know, we right. don't do that. And 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 also, I know you people are so wonderful, and generous, sending us things. Don't anybody bid on it for us. No, if I, you bid I, on it, it's yours. I don't want uh, it. Okay, <laughs> and don't even send us a picture. <laughs> but do go buy our t-shirts. <laughs> really? Yeah. Don't forget. Just look at your look at your butt. I can't believe I keep saying that. Look at you're going to be butt. fired if you get the T-shirt. name of the show wrong once more. I can't more. believe it. Oh my god. Look at his butt. Look at his butt. Go buy the t-shirts. They're at Cafe Press. They're cool. They're very cool. Okay. Can we stop talking about his kidney stone now? <laughs> okay. Do you have something else? I do. I do have. No, okay. no. That's all for the shilling. But um, okay. This is some other Trek news that I hadn't seen widely reported. Um. So. As we all know, there is no new Trek right now, but what there is going to be is um, more Star Trek comics. And, you know, there were quite a few Star Trek comics that Marvel was putting out um, a while ago, and we talked about some of them on the show, but there haven't been Star Trek comics for a while. And uh, what's going to happen now is that Tokyo Pop, which is a manga house, is going to be doing manga Star Trek comics, which I don't really understand, but I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, they're going to be written by uh, Joshua Ortega, who is um, uh, one of the Tokyo Pop writers. He's very well known. 
So he says, it's truly an honor to work with such legendary characters and concepts. Captain Kirk, Spock, and Dr. McCoy doesn't get much better than that. I grew up on Star Trek, and the stories, technologies, and ideas presented in the original series have had a profound influence on my work. It was such a groundbreaking series in every way. So, um, you know, Tokyo Pop has been really... Uh, influential in bringing a lot of manga to the United States because manga is a uh, primarily Japanese art form. And through Tokyo Pop and digital manga, they've done a lot of translations and brought stuff over. And Tokyo Pop in particular has been really good about promoting uh, American writers and artists who work in the manga style who aren't actually Japanese people. They're American people who want to do this. So uh, it says that the story will be drawn in classic manga style, so readers should expect to see Kirk and the Enterprise crew in a fresh, bold, and dynamic way. Mm. This won't look like any previous Star Trek story or comic done before. Trek fans are in for a real treat. Mm, I can't say I'm real excited about seeing them like that. So I don't know. I, it could be really interesting. Um, it could be really, really bad could be something kind of cool. I mean, um, as a comic book fan, I have to say that the series that's on TV right now, they've done um, Teen Titans, which was a very long-running comic book for, for DC, featuring Robin and some of the other characters that you used to see. And when they put it on TV, they decided to do the cartoon not in the regular style of animation that you would see, but in a manga style, and it's great. They took something that was getting a little bit old and a little bit tired, and it put a totally fresh twist on it and has made it really good. The writing is great, which helps a lot. I don't think something like that could succeed just based on the fact that it's drawn in a different style and that Mm -hmm. it looks like manga rather than regular American comics. So if the writing is up to it, it could be really interesting just to see things from a different viewpoint. Okay. I reserve my judgment until it comes out. Let me see if it says when this is actually supposed to happen. It says 2006, but I don't know exactly when it's going to come out. But we'll keep you posted on that and let you know. And I'll definitely be buying those when they're available. Okay. Cool. you have anything else for the... For, for the, the shill segment? For the shill segment? No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. So let's take our musical break. Um, oh, so we said it in the last show. Say it again. Go to Podcast Alley and vote for us. <laughs> Uh, this is still shilling now. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's us rather than but Bill. we're shilling for votes, and it doesn't cost anything. It doesn't cost anything. So just, like, go and vote for us. That would be really cool. It's the end of November. Um, by the time you're hearing this, it'll be December, so then you can vote for December, which would be a cool yeah. thing from every email address that you have. Yes. Every one of them. If you're like me, you have, like, 17 of them. <laughs> so that's a lot of votes right there. Okay, enough shilling. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back and talk about sex toys. Yay! Yay! Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Okay, gang, you know the drill. Send us email at lookathisbutt at gmail.com. Leave comments at lookathisbutt.blogspot.com. We want to hear from you, and you know we're going to read your email on the show. This entire podcast recorded on an Apple PowerBook with GarageBand. T-T-S-S-F-E-E-N-N-Side-Side-Side-Access. Branded. 
The Sci-Fi Podcast Network has collected together some of the best science fiction, fantasy, and gaming podcasts out there. The Sci-Fi Podcast Network has a lot of great programming that you might be missing. The goal of this podcast is to showcase some of the great shows available on the network so that you don't miss out on all the fun. Each episode will contain an interview with a TSFPN podcaster and clips from their show. I'll also play some of the fun, funny, and cool clips from some of the other TSFPN shows from this week. To start listening to TSFPN Sci-Fi Access, just visit tsfpn.com. So we're going to start off this segment of the show um, with an actual live event that's happening. Well, not live for you, but it's happening live for us. Okay, wait, I want to tell them. She's making me sit here with my eyes closed. Right, so we're sitting here in the dark, and there's a reason that we're sitting here in the dark. No, 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 no. no. Sitting here in the dark, and the reason we're sitting here in the dark is because I I have a little present that I wanted to give to, uh, to JK here, and it requires that it be dark in the room to do so. Oh, God, I'm so afraid. So, um... Give me your hand. <laughs> Let me put this in your hand. Okay, now you can open your eyes. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! It's the, it's the lightsaber dildo. It's the Ruby Rosa of lightsaber dildos. <gasps> oh my goodness! You did a job on this. Wow! Now, there will be pictures <laughs> at the website so people can see it. Do you know what? What? All my other sex toys are going to run away <laughs> uh, in shame and fear when I bring this home. So just to describe it to the people who aren't looking at the picture right now, it's a lightsaber <laughs> with um, a ten... <laughs> It's a lightsaber with a 10-inch dildo attached to the like top of it. looks like more than 10 inches. And inside of it is a blue LED light. And the really cool thing about it is how it's powered, which is that it plugs into your computer. <laughs> no. It's a USB light. Lightsaber dildo. Do these buttons no, do anything? No, the buttons don't do anything. I had to disable them. Now, the thing is, it took me a really fucking long time to make this thing. I can imagine. Because I had to... This is quality, people. It really is. I had to take it... I had to open up the dildo to put the light thing inside of it. And then, as you can see, the way it's put back together is not very good. And I could probably um, redo that for you at some point to make it a little more sturdy. But it was the only way I could get the light thing be in the middle of it. Well, I have to tell you... <laughs> I don't think I'll get anything else this Christmas that is going to top my computer-generated lightsaber dildo. Wow. The other really cool thing about the light, which we can do later, yeah. is when you take the little box here with the light on it, yeah. and you hold it up to a sound source, uh-huh. it pulses in time with the beat of the music. It's sound-activated. Wow. <laughs> Wow. So I think we should do a little video and put that up on the site. Of what? Of it pulsing in time. Oh, okay, music. but not of No, us. no, no. No, see, this <laughs> dancing is, with no, it. No, no. And, and, you know, you can't Did you really... make one for yourself so we can have a lightsaber battle? <laughs> no, I did not. This is for you. It's the one. It's the only one. It's unique. This is the only one in the entire world that is this. Ooh, welcome to the dark side, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> so... 
Wow. Back in like show one or two, we talked about it. And let me tell you that the instructions that they give at that site, they're fucked. They're just, (laughs) it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. If you want something quality, it required much more time and effort and it was totally worth it. You just did a beautiful, beautiful job on this. I am so truly blessed to have a friend like you. <laughs> Who would make you a lightsaber dildo that lights up and pulses Jeez. in time to Well, this music. is great because now Gregory Gray can do design. You can do manufacturing. Uh-huh. And I can, I don't know, do product placement. Something like that. But this can be, you know, this can be our little mascot or something. Hey. Isn't the color beautiful? This I was really weapon. pleased at how this it came out. This is our weapon. You know, you should be carrying this when you do your battle cry. <laughs> Whatever your battle cry is, you should be carrying a blue lightsaber dildo. I feel so empowered right now. The force is with me. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you so much. It's such a belated birthday gift that, you know, <sighs> it's just, there you go. I love it. Wow. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to test this, the sound feature, and we will film it for yeah, all of you. This yeah. is amazing. You should all have friends like this. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Well, so... <laughs> Speaking of sex toys... Everything else we're going to talk about is much, much smaller than than that. Wow. <laughs> this is just amazing. Um, but I have to talk a little bit. I said, you know, I had gotten that new sex toy. Oh, yeah. And I had to look up the name of it, because I don't remember the name of it. Um, but I did test it. It's the Silicone Slims oh, Self-Satisfier. Right. And yeah. here's here's the picture. So right, right, right. Uh-huh. And you've all seen it because you've gone through the links. But um, I'm, I'm giving this a positive review. Oh, and good. I'll, t- I'll tell you why. Please do. The insertable part is, I think it probably tells you here, one and three quarter inches long. Okay, so I was, you know, I think it was about two inches. So it's not mm-hmm. a real deep insertion. But the the really nice thing about it is... That's where the vibration is happening, is mm-hmm. in the insertable part. Mm-hmm. And um, and then there's this little nubby part mm-hmm. on the outside, and that's getting, like, indirect vibration. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, if you want to get off really intense, really fast, you can do that with the rabbit, mm-hmm. rabbit right. curl, mm-hmm. really fast, and, and just blow your head off. But this, you can get a slower buildup. Mm-hmm. And and it, it, and because the vibration is inside rather than most vibration being external, mm-hmm. it's more subtle, and you can have a much more um, drawn out mm-hmm. experience. That sounds good. So it's very nice. Very good. It's a very nice toy. That's great. Well, good. Congratulations. I'm really happy about that. So um, that that's that part of my report. I also want to tell you, and I forgot to bring it with me. I got the new Good Vibrations mm-hmm. catalog, and I didn't bring it along, but I went to the website and tried to find a picture and the picture isn't as good as what's on the catalog but on the cover of the catalog let's see are these silicon or, or steel butt plugs <laughs> those and would be awfully heavy <laughs> they have like glass jewels in the base mm-hmm. and the way they're arranged on the cover of the catalog they look like Christmas ornaments Aww. I'm thinking wouldn't this be nice to have shiny butt plugs hanging on my <laughs> And I'm sure that some people do. <laughs> and well, you see, when you look at it dead on here, uh-huh. like you can see, um, the 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 uh, the crystal part, it could almost be a doomsday machine <laughs> butt plug. <laughs> but they also have a really good picture of this at Blowfish. Oops, wrong one. Sorry. 
Look at the colors. And it's called the, and it's, it's under their holiday gift guide. Uh-huh. So people, you know, we're thinking about Christmas shopping. Yeah. Um, this is the Rosebud Decorative Butt Plug. Large. <laughs> <laughs> and it, they, they say that's an, um, jewel-like glass setting in the base. And they call that an Aurora Borealis. But isn't that pretty? But here's the thing. All through the catalog now, maybe it's because it's Christmas, Mm -hmm. they're showing a lot of uh, sex toys made out of this Mm -hmm. and made out of glass. Mm -hmm. And some of them are so beautiful. Wow. Just just amazing. But there is one I wanted to show you just because it's really weird and I thought you needed to see it. This one is called (laughs) The Juicer. Why is it called the juicer? <laughs> I don't know. I'm scared. Look, it doesn't look like it could juice something. Christ, it cost $200. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh. But it says, we're big fans of handles. Better control, maneuverability, and fun. This quality hand-blown glass toy mm-hmm. features a mushroom-shaped head with indented ridges for added stimulation, a raised ribbon swirling down the shaft, nope. and nubs on the base. A little heavier than your average glass toy because of its design and size, this toy is anal safe due to its base. With its eye-catching design, beautiful dichroic, that's a word I've never heard of before, swirls and exciting textures, the juicer may just be the gift of the season. So you kind of do this with it? Like you grab the handle and you spin it around like this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Okay. But I just thought that was an interesting looking toy. And then the other thing, because it is Christmas and we like spanking, oh, the frosty oh, crop. That is so cute. Isn't it's, it cute? It's a riding crop and at the end where the um, the, the flat leather part, part yeah, the, the, <laughs> it would be, it's in the shape of a little leather snowman. That is so cute. <laughs> Look at the description. What's it say? Is it cold in here? <laughs> Are you just happy to spank oh. me? <laughs> I like that. I like that. This snowman's got some frost bite. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, good vibrations, blowfish. There are some great gift ideas there. And we are really happy that we have heard from several of our male listeners who say they have bought sex toys for the women in their lives. And I think that's a great thing. And we want to encourage that. Absolutely. Um, We have one more sex toy to discuss. I know. Now, this was sent to us by um, several different people, which just shows how in tune our listenership is with the kind of things we would enjoy. (laughs) And it's called the iBuzz Music Activated Sex Toy. I have one of those. A big (laughs) lightsaber one. A super fun sex toy that plugs into your iPod. <gasps> the music-activated vibrating bullet stimulates you in time with your favorite music. Mm. Hey, remember we were talking about it earlier, and I said we should do it with some of the cuts off of the um, Has Been album? Yes. Like Bill and Henry Rollins? Yeah. Let's do it with our big blue uh, okay. lightsaber. We can, we can definitely try that. Um, that would be fun. Let's see. Use the his and hers attachments to add extra excitement. Turn him into a vibrator. Turn him into a vibrator? Wow. I would like that. (laughs) And a pizza. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Um, With the stretchy ring and use the soft sleeve for sensitive stimulation. No music player? You can still use the iBuzz for orgasmic fun. Just turn on and enjoy the seven amazing vibration patterns. Press the arrow buttons. Oh, no! <laughs> Until you find the one that suits your mood. So it doesn't have a click wheel, huh? It does not have a click wheel. Um, it comes. It uses two AAA batteries. So, again, you know, 
probably isn't going to last terribly long, but that's okay. But it looks pretty cool. It looks like a little iPod, and oh, it's just adorable. It's, um, you know, the one thing I noticed about this is that um, it's available through UK sites. So this is being sold in England right now and oh. not here. And the other one, I think, was maybe an Australian site. And translated into Eng- to American dollars, it's about 50 bucks for this thing. Probably because manufacturers in America are afraid of Apple. That's probably right. That's exactly right. So if anybody has one, let us know what it's yes, like. Yes, we'd love to we hear a like report. I like that. The iBuzz. That's really? so cute. Oh, and then, you know, they, they have... Um, just like on Amazon where they have recommendations, mm-hmm. they have recommendations here too. Um, and the very first thing listed is sex toy cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get you in the mood, huh? Yeah. <laughs> sex toy cleaner. Jeez. Very, very funny. So um, I think that's all our sex toy talk for now. Do we have anything else that we need? No, to I'm just really on? anxious for us to uh, to start filming our, and taking pictures all of right. our beautiful well, blue lights, we lightsaber. Can, we can do that right now, and then we'll be back to talk about um, more Bill stuff, because Bill's been all over the place he on has. TV. we got a lot of stuff to talk yeah, about. Yeah, so we're, we're going to go through that. So we'll be right back. <laughs> a lot of money what if william shatner had his own line of sex toys yeah that would make a lot of money yeah and i we've already got the names well hung william (laughs) the captain and if he had in addition darling he he could have a whole industry of sex stuff he could have you know chat lines and an escort service and everything else all under his name it would make him a ton of money. It's perfect. I think that's going to be the little-known side business to the William Shatner DVD club. <laughs> he has personally chosen these sex toys mm-hmm. for the ultimate pleasuring of as many women as possible. As many women as possible. Good idea. And, you know, because, really, you get the impression that he is genuinely sorry he can't be out there pleasuring all those women personally. Yeah. So this is, you know, his way of making up for the fact that he, he can't be out there doing it. He's just that generous a guy yeah we hope (laughs) we think he's gotta be (laughs) okay folks we're just coming off a little like mini marathon (laughs) here because over the past several weeks i had taped a number of appearances Mm -hmm. by bill on various talk shows and so we just um slammed right through all of them it was a lot we were just wondering um, why he was being on TV so much on all these various talk shows because he wasn't promoting one specific thing. And I think uh, the general agreement was that he's just, you know, he's staying in the public eye. He's out there. He's promoting the show. He is the hardest working man in show business. And he's making the rounds. You know. And um, does ABC have a talk show that originates from Los Angeles? I have no idea. Because I know all these shows that we just saw him doing, mm-hmm. except possibly the Jimmy Kimmel, may, were, are all New York-based. The, the the Regis thing, 
uh, Donny Deutsch, mm-hmm. Tony Danza. Mm-hmm. Um, he also did the Howard Stern show in that mm-hmm. same flurry of interviews, and those were all New York based. So I think it was kind of taking advantage, or take yeah, taking advantage of his schedule, taking the opportunity since he was going to be there to hit all those shows. Mm-hmm. I, I really but have I think, no yeah, idea. Yeah, in that yeah. late night segment, ABC has Nightline. Mm-hmm. So it's probably, ooh, Bill's going to New York. Get him to do all this stuff, this promo. And he does. And he, he does. He appears on everything, and he talks, and he's funny. And, and he always gets in Boston Legal oh. ABC, 10 p.m. Tuesdays. <laughs> Spader. Watch Janice it. Janice Bergen. Watch David Kelly. Yeah, really. Good show. That was great. <laughs> um, so the one interview that we wanted to talk about the most was this Donnie Deutsch show. Which I had never seen. It's called The Big Idea with Donnie Deutsch. And neither of us knows who Donnie Deutsch <laughs> is. And all. And I had the most information. All yeah. I knew was he's a guy who used to be in advertising and now has a talk show. Yeah, it's, it's on CNBC, right? Uh, I saw the thing in the yeah, corner. Yeah, something so, like that, yeah. yeah. So it was longer than most appearances. What was that about? It was minutes? almost an hour. Really? Yeah, it's an hour-long show, and almost the entire thing was built. Wow, with a lot of commercials. A lot of so commercials, yeah. Probably total talk time was more like half an hour, Yeah, I would say. Um, but it was good, and, and Bill got to talk a little bit more about things. Um, of course, he got asked the s- typical stupid questions, but um, the, the really interesting part <laughs> was, of course... About sex. Of course. Because that is the most interesting thing. And Bill is very willing to talk about that. You know, whenever it comes up in an interview, mm-hmm. he, he isn't uncomfortable with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the way it came up, Donnie Deutsch said he was stealing a question from Playboy that apparently Playboy had asked Bill many years ago, which was, who would be better in bed, uh, Captain Kirk or T.J. Hooker? Mm-hmm. And Bill's answer to Playboy had been, one is more giving and one is more taking. Mm-hmm. And so then Bill took the opportunity to expand on that a little. And talked about um, what the difference is between giving and taking when it comes to sex. And what I found really interesting, and again, maybe this is my little prejudice or, or you know, cliche thing about guys, is, you know, we all have this idea of, yeah, guys are just out for what they can get. And mm-hmm. so we tend to think of men as takers. Mm-hmm. And... That definitely does not seem to be Bill's focus because mm-hmm. he was talking about it is much easier to give, mm-hmm. and um, and he initially said there there's a great strength in giving mm-hmm. and that he, there's a weakness in taking, and he didn't like the word weakness, but you know he was he was trying to uh, to express that you have to be able to do both, mm-hmm. and it was just interesting to me where his focus was. Because uh, when we were driving home from Bascon, we got into a discussion off the air, people, <laughs> um, about what kind of lover would he be. Mm-hmm. And we were both sort of focusing in on that, that that's, that's what we thought. That, well, as, as you were saying, he wants to pleasure as many women as possible. <laughs> that he wants, to, uh, he wants to make them happy. That that's part of the, uh, the enjoyment for him. It's I, not just getting so. his you know, rocks off. I think so. I mean, it, it seems very evident in... The, the way that he acts and the way that he talks about women, as you've said so many times, he, he really loves women. He just loves women. And from all the things that we've heard um, in various interviews is that he is really good in bed. You know, the women mm-hmm. that he slept with have nothing but good things to say about him. And the other interesting thing that happened in this interview, which is why I was so excited for Lena mm-hmm. to see this, because we've talked about Bill takes mm-hmm. interviews where he mm-hmm. wants them to go. 
um, right after that little bit that we were talking about, there was a long commercial break, and then they come back, and Donnie Judge goes, and now I want to ask you about, Bill goes, no, wait, wait, I want to talk, and he goes right back to that subject, because the word he had come up with that he didn't like for weakness was um, danger mm-hmm. and vulnerability. Yeah, which was better. And I thought that was a really, first of all, it was interesting that that was important enough to mm-hmm. him to go back and get it right, but also that uh, that take on sexuality and it's surprising to me to hear that coming from a man, to hear a man willing to admit that. Mm-hmm. I think Bill is probably much more comfortable with sexuality than most men. And I think he's much more cu- comfortable dealing with people in a sexual way than in many other ways. Mm-hmm. That, that's true. And that's probably a big part of his success as a lover. Mm-hmm. Is that's where he can get you. Yeah. You know, if he loses the argument every place else, he's going to win it in bed. <laughs> I think that's probably true. It, he he really seems to um, thrive on the kind of communication that you can get sexually. And and it comes through. I mean, I have to go back to that, the, the stupid lunch thing on E. <laughs> oh, we've got to tape some of Somehow, that. Somehow, I mean, it up for it, he, he's just so amazing at getting to that very direct and very personal way of communicating with women on that one-to-one level so quickly. You know, Mm -hmm. women he's never met before. And in 30 seconds, it's like he just does this thing where he establishes that that very basic communication with them. And you can see how that would lead immediately to the bed. (laughs) It's like right there in two seconds. Well, the other interesting thing that came up in this interview was they started to talk about sexual harassment. Mm -hmm. And... um, Apparently, they are given a, a lecture on, on TV shows now every year about mm-hmm. sexual harassment and, and how to avoid it. And um, and Bill was talking about that and said something about, you know, those of us who appreciate beautiful women, mm-hmm. have, and he's the president of that club, <laughs> um, you know, can make mistakes. And he was saying, I don't understand it. And I thought, that's very key, too, is I don't think he does understand sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. And I think he's probably been guilty of it many, many, many mm-hmm. times. But... In an, an almost innocent way, because I don't think he has the the awareness mm-hmm. of, of what the effect is or what it is he's doing at times. You I, know? I totally agree. You know, I was going to I wanted to talk about him saying that because I thought that was a really interesting comment. And I think in Bill's case, he wouldn't understand it because he doesn't grasp the power differential that makes sexual harassment harassment. Right. Because that's what it is. I mean, when it's between equals it's not the same thing as when one person has more power than another person. And, you know, the sad truth is that men have more power than women anyway, so you can't Mm -hmm. get away from it too much. But in a workplace, the harassment is because somebody has the power and they're using it in ways to make this other person feel bad. Right. And to to make them understand that their place is to be powerless Mm -hmm. and sexuality is used. So it's no longer about sex. It's just about power. It's like rape. Right. Rape isn't about sex. Absolutely. It's about power. And I don't think Bill could ever conceive of using sexuality as anything but sex. Mm-hmm. For him, it's not about sexuality is power or using it in a way to make somebody feel powerless. Yeah. He would never want to do that because what would be the point of that? Right. He wants to, to use sex for sex. And although I think Bill has probably done his his share of fans, although he completely mm-hmm. denies it, I think that... You know, for some stars, that is part of the being a, a star mm-hmm. thing. Is you have access to anybody, you can bang anybody you want, and 
because of the inequality of it, I don't think that would be a big appeal to him. Mm-hmm. They, you know, there is no... If you know what the outcome's going to be, yeah, she's going to fall into bed with me. Mm-hmm. What's the fun? What's what's the the fun in the flirtation? Or is there even yeah. a flirtation? Yeah, and, and another that's another thing about him. He always seems to enjoy women who are more his equals. Mm-hmm. You know, really enjoy. But you saw how his wife pushes him <laughs> I know. around. I mean, it's, it's great. It's a hoot. It's really great. I, you know, you just don't see him being paired off with, you know, a, a very much younger, less complicated woman, mm-hmm. you know, who has an unformed personality or, you know, just wants to do what he wants to do. I, I think to him that would be boring. Yes. He he wants a woman who's, like he says in the song, you know, who has all these quirky things and, and he mm-hmm. loves all the good things and all the bad things. He just loves her as a whole complicated person. And the way he is so proud of his wife and yeah. her accomplishments in a field in which he competes. Mm-hmm. And that she beats him. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that she has her own successes and was a, a very successful in that field before him. It's not a question of, you know, the, the wife sort of tagging along and, and, and being Mrs. Movie Star, and that's mm-hmm. why she gets to be well-known. She's, she's got her own life and mm-hmm. has had her own life. And, and he, I think he respects that, and he's, he's very proud of her accomplishments. Yeah. It's wonderful to see, really wonderful. You just don't see it that yeah. much. And the other thing we were saying is it is really such a shame that he isn't interviewed at length very mm-hmm. often because once you get through the bullshit questions or the, you know, the, the, the Tuesday night 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he really relaxes and, and, and speaks thoughtfully. He thinks about what he's mm-hmm. telling you. And, and if you, you give him a, a question that requires, you know, some insight, he will give it some thought and, mm-hmm. and really... Really give a good interview, but these little, you know, five-minute get in there and plug the the thing, tell a funny story about your kidney stone and get off. I mean, he's good at it. Mm -hmm. He's a pro, but he's really good in the long interviews. Yes. Well, maybe we'll get to do that one day. That's right. That would be cool. He could talk and talk and talk and talk. We would just sit there and go, wow. That's so interesting, Mr. Shatner. (laughs) We'd have to call him Mr. Shatner. Would we have to? Well, I don't know. Think he wouldn't let us call him Bill. I don't know. William. We're hot women. He might really want us to call him Bill. Or other things. Or other things. Baby, honey, <laughs> sweetie, pookie. And then it would be back to Mr. Shatner. <laughs> yeah, pretty fast. Pretty fast. <laughs> We'd probably be two of those fans that he'd look at and he'd go, "Okay, I know the outcome here, and I just don't need to go there." <laughs> The other thing we did see in our in our our marathon here, though, at the beginning was the little cartoon I want to talk about. This is a little surprise for Lena. Nothing as cool oh God, as the so lightsaber. Funny. But um, those of you who've been with us all along will remember when we were talking about the secrets of a married man and the toupee. <laughs> and we said, oh, this toupee has a life of its own. It took up residence on Bill's head. Well, soon after the con, this thing came on that I finally managed to catch and tape. It was on a show called Robot Chicken, right. it's on which a, is part of Adult Swim. Yeah, it's on Cartoon Network. And this is like a little two-minute cartoon <laughs> where Bill goes to bed at night mm-hmm. and the toupee um, gets up and goes downstairs and has <laughs> <The> beer, beer. <laughs> and gets a phone call. And so he goes and takes off to France, France. and meets a woman and, and shoots a couple of bad guys and wins a medal and gets home and gets back <laughs> on Bill's head in time for morning. 
It was very funny. It was. It was, it was great. really cute. I was browsing around trying to find a link to it or some information, which I haven't found yet, but mm. maybe by the time we get the show together, I will have it. It would be great to get a little video clip of that. Yes. That and the thing is, the, the cartoon Shatner they had was really good, not just the voice, but it looked like it him. It did. It must have been a... Um, it wasn't a Mego doll. It must have been a later Shatner doll that they did for one of the movies. Actually, it looked like it could have yes. been a movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mego doll. It, but that was really funny and cute. It was great. I really enjoyed that. Thank you for taping all that stuff. Oh, I love doing it. That was great. It's my contribution to the technical end of things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so right at the end of the last interview that we saw, he started plugging this other thing that he's he's going to be on, mm-hmm. um, which is a reality show concert thing. It, it sounds like apparently he did some numbers from Has Been or something. Right, with Ben Folds. With Ben Folds. I believe at the Charity Horse Show. Uh-huh. And they taped it. And they're spinning this into a, a concert show with some reality thrown in. <laughs> and it's supposed to be on in January. So yeah. we're going to watch for that. Oh, totally. We will definitely be um, putting putting some uh, promos out for that when it comes up because it could be interesting. Yeah. Cool, man. Is that all the stuff we had to talk about? I Man, don't know. You've I, got the big list. I know. Well, I think I we got we did all the stuff that I had on the list. Okay. Amazingly enough. Good. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> now we're looking at each other like, oh. We're kind of boggled. Oh, well, no, I know what I need to say before we finish the show is that um, we're going to skip a week. Oh, yes. Yes. Because I'm going to be on vacation. <laughs> So um, I'll be off relaxing somewhere, and then when I come back, we will get ourselves together and, and do another show. We'll do our Christmas special. Oh, yeah. Cause That's be, going to be next. It's going to be getting time for Christmas. So um, after you hear the show, we're going to take a week off. Um, we might be posting some stuff at the blog in the interim, but there will, there will be a break, and then we'll be back. And um, while Lane is on vacation, I, of course, will be monitoring the, the, the Gmail. Yeah. If you want to write to us or the forum at TSFPN. That's right. So if you want to, you know, continue to, to chat or send us your ideas or your homework or all those sorts of things, I'll still be around and I'll be getting caught up on some of the ones I haven't had a chance to respond to yet. Yes. That will be a good thing. So uh, I think that's it. I think that is it. Okay, cool. Um, thanks for listening and go and buy some of those goddamn t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> that say, look at his, his butt. butt. Look at his butt. That's really what it says. Because she did them, so it's right. <laughs> <laughs>